And so, and that's just another example. So while we didn't cruise to Puerto Rico and Old San Juan, but that's just an example. Some of the things that we talk about there, like going to the National Forest and things like that, those are tours that, yes, you could either book through your cruise operator or you could book, you could look to see what options are available on things like Viator. I'm Scott. And I'm Melissa. And we are the Sunshine Travelers. Our passion is travel and sharing our experiences with those who enjoy it as much as we do, or those who want to learn more about travel, or even those that just want to live vicariously through our travel stories. No matter where you follow along that journey, get ready to hear about our firsthand experiences as we visit some of the most interesting and amazing places on Earth. As many people are returning to the open waters and once again enjoying cruises as part of their vacation, We thought we would share some insights on how to plan and book excursions that would help you get outside of the tourist cruise terminals and enjoy the local culture and experiences. Excursions booked through the cruise line can often be very expensive. We'll share with you ways that we were able to book the exact same excursions for sometimes half the price. So pack your flip-flops, bathing suits, and a couple of small bags and join us as we discover excursions beyond the ports. So excursions on a cruise are definitely a great way to experience a lot of the fun and exciting places on a single trip. And when we took our Mediterranean cruise a few years ago, the excursions that we took gave us an opportunity to experience the local culture in a way that you just don't get in the cruise port cities. Often those streets just right around the port are filled with tourist shops, cheap souvenirs, mediocre food choices. That's very expensive. But however, if you go outside that port of call or just a little further away from the port, you can experience authentic culture and some really cool places. So let's talk about some of those places that we have done alternative cruise excursions and alternative tours or just kind of made our own way. And we tend to talk more about the experiences with the, the local culture and maybe further into a country or something like that. But the same principle will apply also say you're wanting to book a water sports excursion on a cruise. Yeah, that's true. So, I mean, you just have to look, like take a look to see, well, a couple of things. Let's talk a little bit about how I figured this out. So when we booked that Mediterranean cruise, we mentioned on that Six Weeks in Europe podcast episode that it was a very short window before we were going to go. Well, one of the big things to see when you are in Granada is to go to the Alhambra. Well, when I looked on the cruise website, because obviously, you know, we were so close window, like the, the excursions were already available to book and stuff like that. Well, it was completely sold out. And so I was like, oh, man, like that's something that we really would have wanted to do. So I guess fortunately for us, like this is how we discovered this whole process of doing that. And so then I began to look around at Viator. And well, it used to be like on TripAdvisor and now Viator is kind of like a separate and they kind of all conglomerate. So now you can look on Viator and book those. And so I began to look around. Oh, it's like, oh, okay. well, they are doing those tours. And then they would say on those listings, they pick you up from the port. So there's specific ones that this one comes from the port. So, I mean, if you're staying there, then they would say, okay, hotel pickup. But these particular ones. And then they also played, they had guarantee, like guaranteed to have you back at the port on time. And I'm like, oh, well, that's awesome because that that would be a concern, right? Okay. It's like, oh, okay, that's awesome. Well, then I noticed the price and it was like half the price of what they were charging. And so um, 
So then I just look to see, okay, what else, what else would we be interested in doing? Can I then book on this same platform instead of going through the, the cruise? You know, it was interesting about, you know, we talked, Melissa was talking about Alhambra there. We were on this tour to Alhambra and we got on the exact same bus that other people who were on our cruise and had booked this tour through the cruise line. We were on the same bus with them. Right. So that's a good point. So it's not like, oh, this was a separate, this was a separate tour, right? So here we were doing the same tour, then they had paid twice as much for because then obviously the cruise, you know, they're going to take a cut of that to just have the process for their bookings and then, you know, meet you at a certain place. So I guess the only difference was, is like when you do it through the cruise, then they're going to say, okay, meet us in, you know, X place on the ship, right? At X time. And then for us, it was, okay, you have to get off the ship now meet at this place. So let's talk about a couple of other ones that we did in Italy. We went to Tuscany. Yeah. So then same thing we look to see. And so what we basically wanted to do, the port there is Laverna. So a couple of options, you can go to Cinque Terre for the day. You can go to Pisa for the day. You can go to Florence for the day. Those were, those little bit further out. So we said, okay, let's, we haven't spent any time in Tuscany. Let's do that. So we booked, it was like semi-private tour. So we knew there would be other people and it was basically going to be a few towns in Tuscany, a wine tasting lunch, you know, in a car for the day. And so we booked that one, same thing. And, um, we had just get off the ship and meet the, meet the person at a certain place. But yeah, I mean, it was. It's fantastic because we had a local who really knew the area he had a relationship with people at the winery that we went to. And so, you know, as you go in, they're getting this warm greeting because they love to see him bringing people to that winery. But we had some fantastic wine tastings. As usual, we had, you know, some shipped back home as well as like some olive oils and stuff like that. So, it was, you know, it was a great trip. And then I think on the way back, he had some restaurant off the side of the road. I mean, it literally was just a little shack off the side of the road. We pulled over and had a fantastic lunch. With the views of the of Tuscany. I mean, yeah. just absolutely fabulous. But you could tell like he, he knew the people. Now, do you recall the people who we, well, funny enough, we'd actually had dinner with the, we had, it was one other couple on the tour. We'd actually had randomly dinner with these people um, earlier on the on the cruise, it was one of those where, yes, you could pick your own table, you know, your own table, but we don't mind meeting other people. And so we just did a shared table with people. Unfortunately, the guy had like actually spilled his water all over Scott and stuff like that. Nicest couple. But they were the people that ended up on the tour. Had they booked through the cruise line? I think they had believe? booked through the cru- cruise yeah. line. You know, and listen, there's nothing wrong with booking through the cruise line because they may have options that are available to you. And you know, they definitely have that guarantee that if they take you out, they will have you back or else they'll make sure that you get back on the ship. And so there is some level of familiarity or, you know, comfort, I guess, in booking with the cruise lines. But, you know, when you start looking at it, especially if you're on a 12 day cruise like we were, if you wanted to do excursions in each of these ports, all of a sudden it becomes the price of another cruise ticket, right? to go and do all of these excursions. And so this was an opportunity where we could go and see and do so much more where it almost didn't feel like a cruise because we went so far deep, you know, into the countryside often 
that we were nowhere near the cruise port anymore. And boy, we got to experience some fantastic sights, the local culture, the local foods, you know, things like that. And, and really go and do the things that a local would do versus just being there in that cruise terminal and seeing the tacky gift shops with all the, you know, magnets and whatever else you're going to find in all these little tour shops. And, you know, some people, when they're going on a cruise, that that's their experience. And so we want to make sure that our listeners know that when you go on these trips like this, that there's just so much more that you can experience if you will do the, the research to find those excursions that take you out, allow you to experience the local culture. Right. And a great example of that is Old San Juan. Right. We did our episode on Puerto Rico. And so Old San Juan is a cruise port city. Now, we loved spending time in Old San Juan. But if you just went right around that port and didn't go like all the way up the streets and all the way to the fort or something like that, that's all you're going to see is just those just those techie shops and stuff like that. Yeah. And, And so, you know, in some cases, it might be just venturing right outside of that the, the terminal or the, the little area of town that they've built right around the cruise port. But, you know, in other cases, we just strongly recommend that, you know, look through via tours and, and we're going to list some of the ones that we did. And, and, you know, you can link directly to those, but, you know, use those as a way to see more of the places that you're going to, because I'll be honest with you, one cruise port, to the another, they're going to look exactly the same. Right. And so, and that's just another example. So while we didn't cruise to Puerto Rico and Old San Juan, but that's just an example. Some of the things that we talk about there, like going to the National Forest and things like that, those are tours that, yes, you could either book through your cruise operator or you could book, you could look to see what options are available on things like Viator and things like that and, and just compare, you know, and just decide compare what's going to be best for you. And we also have a couple of examples where we didn't book a tour through a tour guide, but in in a couple of places that we just, we did exactly what we're talking about. We went on beyond the, the terminal area where they drop you off and, you know, they get you into the little city that's set up for the tourist. We went beyond that. So Barcelona and Gibraltar. Yeah, Barcelona. So on our cruise, and I think this is very common on Mediterranean cruises, you have an overnight in Barcelona because there's so much to see. And so we just, and the cruise terminal is fairly close. I mean, it was a little bit of a walk, but there's lots of things that you can plan to see. So I think we did a hop on, hop off there. We, of course, had pre-bought tickets for Parkway and for the Sagrada de Familia. We had tapas. We actually spent time at the beach. We we have a friend who lives in the UK who knows of a play, a restaurant that he recommended and even got in touch with the guy that ended up being our waiter. And so just an awesome experience there. So we didn't book anything like quote unquote tours because we were in that town, but yet then we just did all those things on our own. Now, could you do that? Yes, you could probably do that a through the cruise or you could book tours of Barcelona through you know, a tour operator, but that was just kind of like, okay, here's the things that we want to do. We can find our own transportation and do that. And that just kind of, you know, keeps the cost down. Gibraltar is another one. So if you, so Gibraltar is very interesting. Gibraltar is part of the UK. Um, 
And so if you get off that cruise terminal and you go, yes, there's a high street. So for those of you who are familiar with the UK, like you're going to find all that shopping and all that high street shops and restaurants and things like that. And that may be we know what you want to see. But the other thing to see in Gibraltar is that rock of Gibraltar, right? So you've got to get the transportation up and then they have all these caves and caverns and you can see the monkeys and and do all the things. And so that was something that we didn't need to book a tour for, but we did have to pre-book. I think you could stood in, stand in line for it, but the line was really, really long. So I just went online and saw, okay, I can pre-book these tickets for the transportation and for us to be able to go do all these things. And then after we finished, that one was interesting. I think we got into the port later, right? Then we had the afternoon, the evening after we finished, we had dinner at one of the little places and then back on the ship. So booking those separately, but we explored, you know, way off the beaten path. I I do think we had to take a bus, you know, and, but we just asked somebody like, you know, okay, how do we take this bus? And we had to take a bus to get to that transportation to just get a little way of force. So don't be afraid to ask. I mean, definitely don't be afraid to ask, okay, how do we get here? And you know, what else can we do? Two other examples, though, on that same trip, because Scott's right. If we did a, tw- that was a 12-day trip, and if we had booked a tour or an excursion in every port, that would have um, gotten to be a very expensive trip. And we had six more, five more weeks after this to go, basically, or four and a half weeks to go. That would have been very expensive. So in Marseille, we actually took the train to Aix-en-Provence. We wanted to just get, it feel like, right? So we had been to some cities and some different things like that. And so we actually just went to the, we got a taxi when we left the the port. They had taxis there. We got a taxi to the train station. We get to the train station and we just got tickets and, you know, just made sure that our return tickets would get us back in time to take a taxi back. So, I mean, yes, you, you have to say, okay, you know, like just watch your time and, and things like that. But we had a, we had a fabulous day in Exile Provence, looking through the shops, going to the farmer's market and just getting like a picnic lunch and doing a little bit of shopping and stuff like that. And then we got to experience seeing a little bit of the, the, the French countryside as well. And uh, Nice was the same way. So we ported in Monaco. And then we took the train and went to Nice, went to the farmer's market, got a picnic, went to the beach for a little while and then came back. And then we also uh, went to the casino uh, there in Monaco and stuff like that. I think we came back, we changed clothes and then went to the casino, you know, and the casino there in in Monaco. I expected, because I've been to Las Vegas and, you know, those places before. And that's kind of what I was thinking when I thought casino but we walked into this casino. It's very tiny, but outside you have all these really expensive Lamborghinis and Ferraris and stuff like that that are parked out there. And all of that is worth seeing. Going to the casino itself, you know, it's interesting. But like I said, just remember it's small. You know, everything's in one room. And we didn't, well, they probably had private rooms for like really, you know, yeah, high I rollers mean, and stuff like that. And I will say we did not, we didn't play, we didn't. It was all table too, obviously. And we didn't do anything. I think you had to pay an interest fee to get in. Oh, there and there is a dress code there. So be very aware. There is definitely a dress code there. And we didn't play anything. You have to pay to get in, but you could use your credits either to gamble or for a beverage. And we just wanted to see, right? That's just like one thing that you wanted to see. The other thing in Monaco that um, we did was went to the place and got our passport stamped for 
Monaco. So yeah. just so just lots of little things that you can do if you just go beyond that cruise terminal. And I do remember like us having to walk and climb a lot of steps and like trying to find the different places and then go into that train station. Um, so, Scott, I do want to mention that we did on that trip. There was one thing that we ended up booking through the cruise. And so when we got into or knew that we were going to go into the port at Malaga, that Sevilla would be something that you could see. And that's not something that I had planned ahead for. And then I didn't really see anything. And it wasn't, it wasn't like it was really far, but it wasn't like you would just then go get a taxi and have them take you there. That would have been really expensive. So that was actually still available through the cruise, but it wasn't a tour. It was basically just transportation for the day on, I think it was on a bus, right? To Sevilla. And then you just had free time on your own. Right. And so we went to see the big place where they had had like the world exposition. We didn't go to the cathedral there because I didn't have pre-booked tickets, but we had tapas and did a little bit of shopping and just and saw where they would have the bullfights and stuff like that. So just got a feel for the city. But that was plenty of time for us to be able to see that. So that is an example that of one where you would book through the cruise, but it wasn't a tour and it wasn't, you know, just it was basically it, just transportation. Yeah, it was basically just transportation. It was and that and that was a good option. So you just really have to like do your research and look at the different options, but that can be a way that really can save you some money. Yeah. And I think our biggest thing is we want to help people get the most out of their travel. And, you know, while going on a cruise and being on the cruise ship, you know, for for 12 days and going to all these different ports of call. While that was interesting, I think the interesting piece of it, the, the truly interesting piece was going beyond where we landed. And so, you know, I think back to some of the people that we saw on the cruise that were, they were just kind of maybe stuck in those ports, you know, every time they had a very different experience than we did. You know, I felt like we got a whirlwind tour of Europe through that cruise. We did. And if you listen back to the episode, you'll hear that I was a little bit hesitant of doing that because I was afraid that we would miss like seeing these places for real and, and really getting to experience a lot because of that. But the way that we did it ended up, uh, we got to see so many different places. Now, I will say that I did do some research. So I think there was probably a guidebook that was like, maybe like a Mediterranean cruise type guidebook. And so then it covered, you know, without spending spending the money to say, okay, I've got to get a guidebook for Spain. I mean, which I could have done, right? I've got to get a guidebook for Spain and all these different places. I think that was the option. And so then from those cities, I would look to say, okay, if I don't know what I, what it is that I want to do, here are the things. So let's give an example. Cartagena, Spain. That was one that was like, I didn't even know, you know, anything about. So the big thing that they had just discovered that was on display there was a lot of like Roman ruins. So they were doing a lot of excavation of Roman ruins and stuff like that. So you could buy a ticket to go see these different things. And we walked a lot and had lunch at a nice place and stuff like that. But, but there again, if you hadn't known, you know, and done some research. So I will say, and then basically what I would do, but of course I enjoy doing this, but what I, what I would do then you can't keep all that in your head is so then like a day, like for one night, I would say to Scott, okay, hey, this is what we're going to see tomorrow. Yes, we've already maybe, you know, pre-booked some of this stuff, but here's like, here's the important things or a couple of days ahead, which is how I discovered that in time to book, you know, the transportation to Sevilla. So, so yeah, so you'll definitely want to 
to say, okay, here's, here's the things that we want to see. So then that's probably something, you know, that might be helpful for us to then create because a lot of these cruise things are the same. So maybe we could create something to say, okay, if you go here, here are some of your options, if that would be helpful to people. Places that we've been, things that we did there. I think especially in Barcelona and that has since become one of our favorite places to visit the gaudy architecture there's just so much of it there in Barcelona that you could just spend a whole trip um, experiencing that along with the the food and the wine and and beaches so you know Barcelona has quickly become one of our favorite places to go to but one thing that I would say is we don't recommend that you just wing it and that you jump off the cruise ship and go find somebody waving a sign, you know, for tours and stuff like that. That that's not advisable at all. You know, with via tour, you know, there is some type of verification that they do of their tour operators and and things of that nature and a rating system around those. But, you know, jumping off the ship and because there'll be plenty of them. There'll be plenty of people standing out there holding signs, you know, trip to here or trip to there best prices, you know, all of those things. I don't recommend them. You know, there's no guarantee that they will get you back to your ship on time to make that departure. And, you know, you're really putting your, your hand, your, your lives into somebody's hands right there, which you don't have any type of information on and stuff like that. So at least going through Viator, you have somewhat of reputable resource there that's already been vetted. Right. And and that was one thing on these that I made sure that it said, you know, this is for this is for cruise passengers and we have a return to ship guarantee. And they would they would have you back. Like, for example, the day that we did our own thing to Aix-en-Provence, we were like, OK, we're getting a little nervous here because we got to get this train back. And OK, we got to find a taxi. But they they had you back in plenty of time from those those yeah. tours. I mean, we still had plenty of time, but I would say they had you back in plenty of time. And like I said, because you're booking generally, you're booking the same tour that the cruise ships are booking. The difference here is that the cruise is going to mark up that tour, right? They're going to get a cut of the the tour. And so, you know, it's the same tour. It's just, it's more expensive to book directly to the cruise line. And there's really nothing wrong with that. So if you're on a short cruise and you don't want to do the, necessarily do all the legwork and, and research, you're just going to be gone for three, four days. Maybe booking through the cruise line is the right way to go for those. But like, the one that we went on that was 12 days. And, you know, like we said, we didn't want to spend an arm and a leg on these different tours. It was a good option for us. Right. And, and like I said, I mean, I almost discovered it by accident, but it really opened up a lot more options for us as well. But let, let's just say, if you're going to book, like Scott said, book through the cruise line, book something one way or the other, don't just stay on the ship you know, or don't just stay right there in port unless, I mean, we'll tend one, but cut, still try to get outside of just like the, right there at the port. If you do decide to, you know, stay in port, like we said in Cartagena, we went all over that city and walked and walked and walked and saw all the things. So, so do something so that you can really get a feel for um, the city and location. So Melissa, anything else that you would say on the excursions? Like I think just said, to do, yeah, to book them. it and, and just have the, I don't know, just have the, 
don't know. It takes, I guess it takes a little bit of courage, courage almost. Yeah. Just have the courage to, to get out there and do some of those things. Like it, that was a lot talking about when we went to Nice and then went to Monaco and that's a little bit, you know, it's like, Oh, do we go to this casino? And, but now we're so glad that we, you know, went and changed clothes and, you know, figured out, okay, this is how, so just so we can see those places or that we went to Nice and we went to the beach and we have those memories of, and taking the train and stuff like that. So just have the court and ask, you know, that's the thing. Like, if you're not sure, like ask somebody at the train station, ask, I remember very clearly asking the guy in uh, Gibraltar, about the bus. Well, how much does it cost? And of course he was like, I don't know. Do you remember? It was like five quid or something like that. And I was like, oh, you know, just cause you know, just going from the Spanish culture to then you're back in like a UK culture and stuff like that. So just those, those memories. So if you're not sure, just, just ask, but just get, you know, get off the ship and, and go see what's there. I agree. And we're talking about those experiences that get you deep into the culture. Remember you can also book tours like, uh, you know, uh, down in Mexico, I know that you can book the the jungle cruise on a jet ski, right? That's something that you could book off of the tour, but also you could find the exact same tours via tour. So, you know, just think about this as you're planning out your, your summer travel. A lot of people now, like we said, are getting back into the cruises. And so we wanted to do a very short episode really talking about that and spurring you towards... Get off the cruise ship, go beyond the the cruise terminals, and get out there and enjoy and experience the culture. We've heard so many stories of people that are planning either their first cruise or their first cruise after a long break, so we wanted to get this information into your hands. Our goal is to get you out past the tourist traps and experience some of the local culture. We'd love to hear from you on some of your favorite excursions that have taken you off the beaten path. What are the places that you would add to your cruise travel list and what would you do on your excursions? Leave us a comment or send us a message. We are always inspired by your stories. We hope you enjoyed this episode and we'll find some inspiration to help you with your travel journeys. Please consider going on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review. The more five-star reviews we have, the more likely we are to be featured and discovered by others. Make sure to follow or subscribe to our podcast to be notified of new episodes as they are released. You can also find us on Facebook or Instagram as Sunshine Travelers Podcast. Remember, that's travelers with one L. Most importantly, share it with your friends to help them catch the travel bug. You never know, they may become your greatest travel companion.